How are you doing today? It's your host, Zach Shoeshoemaker. I hope that you're having a very blessed day. But today is an episode that, trust me, you're not going to miss. You can hear from the most explosive players around the country, and especially in the class of 2022, and the most recent addition to Hillcrest Prep and Devontae's Cobbs. You're not going to miss hearing us to say about his big decision. But there's so much more coming up on Shoes Views that you cannot miss. So make sure you go head over to Instagram and Twitter to follow me, as Zach Shoemaker, to stay up to date on all that. But... I think we gotta hop right on in. So stay tuned after this message, and we're gonna hear right from Devontae's Cops. I'm blessed but to welcome on one of the top players in the class of 2022, where he's already been able to add on offers, which is Arizona State, West Virginia, SMU, Florida, and many more. In his freshman year, he already was able to accomplish state championship with Shadow Mountain. And now also he put on a show this summer while playing with SFG. And now he's recently transferred to become the newest member of Hillcrest Prep. And that man is Devontae's Jiggy Tezo Cobbs. What's going on today, my guy? What's good, bro? How are you doing? You good, you? Pretty good. So let's jump right in. Obviously, man, you're back in Arizona, you're with Hillcrest. What went into that decision? Uh, it's a lot of things that happened for me coming back. It was like a family decision. My mom's. It wasn't nothing until like I didn't want to be there. I love Mayfair. Mayfair, Mayfair basketball was actually going to help me out a lot this year. I feel like it, but I had a lot of family family issues going on, so I had to end up coming back home. No doubt. So we'll get more into Hillcrest in a little bit, but let's just go down your timeline. Let's start off all the way back in Milwaukee. Talk about when you first started growing up, started hooping. Talk about where you're from. Uh, growing up, it was hard basically coming out because. Didn't nobody really, don't nobody really come from my city. So, like, actually being able to play basketball out out here is, like, a blessing because I moved to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, my eighth grade year. I didn't want to be out here, honestly. But now I look back at it, me being older, I look back at it like, oh, I really, I moved for a good reason. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And so then you decided, obviously, like you said, you moved out. Talk about what it was when you first decided to come out, going to 10 Shadow. When I was in the Shadow Mountain, it was just, I didn't know what I was getting into, really. But, like, I started getting real close to Jalen House, Javon Blackshore, and they started treating me like their little brother. So, during the season, it was just like, I'm just like one of the one of the guys. It went out, oh, he was a young kid. I was one of the guys then. So, I loved it over there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And obviously, Shadow is regarded as one of the very few non-prep schools that they don't able to come out and become an elite team. Obviously, they've accomplished some of the greatest things in Arizona history, and being a part of that's obviously a huge thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on top of what was it like being coached by Coach Bibby? Uh, it was great. Mike Bibby is a great coach. I mean, he loves everybody. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. He doesn't care who you are, regardless. If I'm number one in the country, he doesn't. He doesn't care about none of that. He cares if you're a good kid. If you're a good kid in school, so. Mike really helped me out a lot with basketball. School he helped me out a lot too. He talked to me about like getting good grades and stuff, and I had I had to get my grades up more. Mm-hmm. My, he he helped me get my grades up a lot. And, That's big time. And then obviously you also got to play with your brother. What was that like being able to play alongside him? It was good. I mean, my me and my brother really wanted to go to high school together. Back at home, so moving out here just gave us a bigger opportunity because it's a bigger stage. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so that kind of led us right up into the AU season, obviously after winning state with them. And that brought you obviously to go play with Arizona Supreme. Talk about why you decided to go and play with them. I play with Arizona Supreme because uh I I didn't wanna I couldn't go back home and play basketball. 
So out of nowhere, Corey, one of my guys, Corey, he, he's the head coach over there. So we, we ended up talking for like a week. And I made a decision. Me going over there was a good decision. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So obviously once the process got going, you guys played a couple games. And then some stuff obviously started to go down and obviously led to a lead. But kind of talk about that situation. What was it like playing with those guys and what kind of happened there? Uh, it was it was great playing with them over there. I mean, everybody loved each other. It was a team. Like, we actually played a team. But what happened over there, I mean, what happened over there wasn't a bad thing. It just led to, like, bigger opportunities. Me leaving and playing with Stafford Gradens. I ended up playing with Stafford Gradens with LeBronny James, Dior Johnson, Sky Clark. Uh, coached by Joe and Ed. I loved it over there. I mean, they helped me, they helped me out a lot. They helped me get my, like, my status up more. So it was like me playing with them really helped me out way more. Without a doubt. I think definitely, obviously, when LeBron calls and wants you on his team, you can wear that, his name and his company across your chest, something that you really can't really pass up. Yeah, I can't pass that up. Mm-hmm. To kind of talk about the process, obviously going throughout the summer with SFG, all the EYBL circuit, talk about what it was like growing up on with the guys. Uh, it was great. I mean, we really got a connection together. Everybody loved each other. It was always, I want what's best for him. It wasn't, I want my own. It was always, I want what's best for him. Obviously, LeBron James, he, he's a great role model for everybody. So the whole team is looking to LeBron. When we played mm-hmm. in Vegas. Uh, when when me and Dior made ESPN top ten back to back days with LeBron tweeting out, I mean everybody wants to tweet about tweet with LeBron saying their name. So yeah, I mean it was a great experience. Love love LeBron. Love love everything about him. Love the whole organization. Absolutely, and I think that was one thing that LeBron got a lot of criticism the last summer, obviously for. A lot of nonsense, in my opinion, of course, just hanging out with you guys, doing warm-ups. But kind of talk about that opinion. Go a little bit further about the impact LeBron had on you in your life. Uh, my opinion with that is LeBron's a great parent. LeBron can be. LeBron has to be a dad, too. He can't just be LeBron James, the NBA player. He has to be a dad. He has three kids. He has to be, like, a real parent. So him him getting to lay along with us is actually great because it's like we're looking up to him, and he, he's just, like, having fun with us. LeBron, always, LeBron can have fun when he wants to. People can get mad, whatever. They can say whatever they want. But LeBron, honestly, I mean, he, he doesn't really have to care about it. I mean, he honestly doesn't care about it, really. No doubt. I think that's something that was really ridiculous. I think when if, if every single player on the team really is supportive of him and loves it and hang, loves hanging out with him, like, how is that bad in other people's minds? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some people, I mean, I don't want to speak about people, but I just think, like, my opinion, some people are just, like, they just, like, they're just weird. Like, I just feel like people. some people are just weird. No doubt. And then obviously there was one play that really started to boost you in terms of not just your social media presence, but also people started taking note of your talent. That was obviously when you went and put on a show and you dunked on someone and LeBron obviously celebrated it. But talk about that moment, what it was like officially blowing up and getting the recognition you deserve. Uh, Blowing up, I mean, blowing up is obviously great. But now I look at it like, oh, like, now I got my Instagram. It's like, oh, it's just Instagram again. It's normal to me. Because, like, honestly, people don't want like, kids, a lot of kids want that, like, publicity. Like, a lot of kids want a blue check on Instagram. A lot of kids want 1,000, 100,000 followers. I mean, now that I'm getting older and I'm realizing it, it's just, like, having that is just, like, a, a double, like, a plus. You still got a normal life to live. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of kids don't want, some kids don't want to see, to walk out and a 1,000 people come and ask take pictures. A lot of kids don't like that. 
No uh, doubt. It's, it, yeah, it's great to have, but like honestly, to me, like I like it, but like some points, it's like I just want to like, I just want to shy away from it, but I can't now. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of people obviously also have criticized you online and social media about a lot of stuff saying that maybe you are all about the fan. You are a lot about that kind of stuff. Kind of talk about your take on that and really what your opinion is when you see those things. Uh, I really don't mind them because I know who I am personally. I know I'm I'm the kid who always gonna work hard. If if the coach will me to do something, I'm gonna always put 100 percent in it. I'm never I'm always gonna try hard when we're working out, whether it's running anything. I'm gonna work 100 percent. That's my opinion myself. I mean, I care honestly, I care less with anybody I say about me. No doubt. And that's something I think that a lot of people need to start taking note of because obviously a lot of these people, how do they know you personally unless you talk to them on a basis? Like they yeah. don't know. There's a lot of people making assumptions. That's something that's not fair to judge. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people just think because the type of person I am on the court, yeah, I talk a lot of trash. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 me though. Like on the court, I'm a whole different person. But off the court, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a nice person. Like you, you want to talk, I talk to you. It's not nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so then, obviously, after the AU circuit, it started going crazy. Obviously, you made a big move, and you decided also to go to Compass. Talk about that original transition going from, obviously, Shadow to Compass. Uh, from Shadow to Compass, it was a great move for me. I was thinking it was going to be a great move for me. But then, like, things happened. A lot of transfers was coming in. I just, didn't, I just didn't like the feeling of it. It was giving me a bad vibe. So, obviously, I got the opportunity to go to Fairfax High School in California. Me going to Fairfax was honestly a great, like a great, a great thing because they were, they were sponsored by LeBron. LeBron was gonna be there, you feel me? So it was like, it was a great, great time. But then a lot of things happened at Fairfax too. Uh, we ended up not going there, end up enrolling, we ended up enrolling to Mayfair. Mhm. Yeah. No doubt. And so kind of talk about that. Going back a little bit about Compass, obviously, like you said. They have a still a good team, and they obviously did bring a lot of transfers, and a lot of shifting did occur. And then that transfer obviously going out to Fairfax. But talk about what that was like as a family decision originally, saying that you're going to go out, move on, move out on your own, kind of live in California. Uh, it was a lot of things going on, and I really didn't move out on my own. My mom was out there with me for a minute, and my dad moved out there with me, so my mom can come back here and like get, get her stuff done financially. So I was out there with my dad for a little bit. And then my dad finally made a decision, like, we have, like, but to better me, I had to move back home. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And so when you were at Fairfax, obviously, it was originally me, you, Dior, along with some other guys. Kind of talk about what that team originally was like and really what you look forward to playing with guys also like Keith and guys like that. All right, so with Fairfax, I honestly, we didn't roll. I never rolled in. I never rolled in Fairfax. So all the transfer, all the transfer jokes, I never rolled in Fairfax. I've been to three. I've been, this is my third high school, me going to. I've never enrolled in Compass. I never stepped foot in the AZ Compass prep. I never stepped foot in that school. I stepped foot in it, but it was I never started school. Like mm-hmm. the first day of school, I didn't go to school. Uh, Fairfax, I never stepped. I didn't step foot in Fairfax at all. The only school I stepped foot in this year was Mayfair High School. That's the no only doubt. school I was enrolled in. Wow, that's huge because I think a lot of people do look at what they see on the media. They look at the fact that you have played at many schools or supposedly played at many schools and. That's where a lot of people's minds go to. And just being able to let them know that that's not the truth, that really you have only played at three schools. And one of those three, though, has been Mayfair. Talk about what was it like, what really led you to be able to play with, and how was it playing alongside guys like Dior and Josh for the little amount of time that you did do it? Uh, Josh is the great person. Bro. Josh is a great basketball player. Me, honestly, Josh is going to the league. Honestly, that's my opinion. Josh, Josh Christopher is a great basketball player. I love his energy. I love him, period. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
Dior, that's that's my brother. We obviously we obviously met on SFG at the same time. That's my guy. I mean, I love him to death. I'll do anything for him. My decision of me leaving was a family decision. It wasn't just like, oh, I wanted to go home because I couldn't do it. It wasn't me. It was a family decision. I, I had family situations that I had to come back to. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about what you said about Josh especially there. I think that's something that he deserves credit. I mean, I think he's definitely more than surpassed now showing that he's more than just a elite highlight kind of player. I mean, he's someone that I think, honestly, even though he's rated and all, I think he's underrated because he's still someone that provides so much. I think he will do, go on to do incredible things at the next level. I talked to Josh personally, and me getting to know him more, Josh doesn't care about none of that. Josh doesn't care about being ranked. Josh doesn't care about, like, who who people, what people think of him. Josh just want to play basketball. Josh just want to make it out. He just want to play basketball. He want to get to the NBA. That's his dream. And then obviously your other great friendship you talked a little about was Dior. How about your guys' bond and really your connection going forward in terms of high school basketball, both AAU and, of course, high school? Our connection was actually, like, our connection clicked right away, obviously. Like I, like I said again, me and Dior met the first, the, the second session of EYBL. Me and Dior met in Indiana. We slept in the same hotel room. So it was just, like, we had to either get close together or we just wasn't going to click. So we just obviously decided to be close together. That's my, that's my boy. I do, like I said, I'll do anything for him. If he need me, I, I got him, regardless. Mm-hmm. 100% agree, man. And then obviously this jump down. You, you were now transferred out to Hillcrest. Talk about that move once again. What, what are you looking forward to? What are you excited about? I'm looking forward to come in and just beating everybody. That's my opinion. I want to beat everybody. I don't want. I don't want no one to think that I'm gonna just go over here and just like just sit out. I want. I want to. I'm trying to get better. I want to play Sierra Canyon again. I want to play everybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree, man. So. Who are you really looking forward to play against? Is there maybe one team that you really want to play that you want to prove? I want to play Sierra King. No that, doubt. That's the only team I really want to play right now, Sierra King. No doubt, man. And so looking at the team, obviously has a load with talent from top to bottom. Who's like some of the guys that you really are excited to go play with? Uh, I'm excited to play with Mike because no one knows this, but me and Mike is from the same place, same city. We were going to go to the same school. If I didn't move, if I didn't move to Arizona, me and Mike Foster was going to the same school in Milwaukee. So now it's just like, like, oh, I'm back with my brother. So we just got to kill together. Dalen, Dalen's a great basketball player. Can't can't wait to get get on the floor with him. Keontae, that, that's my brother too. He can't came from the same spot. Keon, that's that's my boy. A lot a lot of the team, a lot of the teammates know me. Absolutely. And so once again, obviously, you're being reunited with Coach Bibby. Talk about what that's like. Kind of have you guys talked about it? Have you guys talked about maybe how you guys are going to fit in the rotation? Talk about that. Uh, we haven't talked about the rotation yet. But, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to come in thinking it's sweet, thinking I'm going to start. I just got to fight for what I got to fight for. It's time, to, it's time to get back in the groove. Absolutely, man. And then about how long ago do you think from this announcement, have you started getting in contact with Coach Bibby and kind of talk about Potentially going to Hillcrest, and when did you trying to trying to come up with that decision that you would be attending Hillcrest? Uh, it happened all of a sudden. Like it, it wasn't planned. I wasn't thinking about it. It's just a family situation that happened. It's just a family situation that happened. So I had to come back home, and that was the closest school that actually was talking to me. Because obviously, me, I knew Mike was over there. So when Coach Mike found out I was coming home, he was just like. We ju- I jumped on it like because I had to get in school. I didn't know what other school to go to, so I just had to get in it. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. 
And now, obviously, another thing that a lot of people have once again talked about has been the fact that, you I mean, you have just talked about you only really went to not three schools, but talk about really, in their opinion, the, the idea that people really don't like transferring. They like a lot of guys staying traditional, staying at one school. But what's your take on that and really being able to transfer and do stuff like that? My take on that, that's understandable. I mean, everybody got their own opinion on it. But my biggest thing is I got to do what's best for me. I can't stay at a school if I'm unhappy. I can't stay at a school if my mom's unhappy. My mom doesn't want me somewhere. I can't be there. My mom don't want me, especially because, you know, that's my mom. I don't like her feeling all down inside. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's so key. I think a lot of guys that if you stay at one school for four years, great. I mean, if you stay for two years, whatever it is, it just depends what fits best for you and what's going to help you propel to the next level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so at the next level, of course, you start to get some offers come in now. Talk about those offers you've received so far. Really, what you look forward to about those schools? I receive a couple scores. I can't like get to memory right now, but I, I receive a couple scores. I got like five or six. But me getting the offers right now, I mean, obviously they're gonna come. They're gonna keep coming in. But like I'm not really worried about the offers right now. I just gotta keep getting better. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. I think that's something that some people do get stuck up on saying, "Hey, I got this many, or I don't have enough offers," and just keep working. To like you said. When the time comes, you don't commit till usually later in junior year, if not senior year, and that's when you truly start focusing on the next part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you come time to start looking at the colleges, though, what's one thing you really want to make sure a college has? I just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. Wherever I can be, I can be happy and get, get I, can, I can get work in. Obviously, I obviously want to go to the NBA. So if I can do one and done, I can do one and done. For sure. And I know one thing that obviously everyone knows you can bring to the table is obviously you're high flying. You're able to go throw down pretty much anything that someone throws, and you can go anywhere with that. But what's some of the other stuff you really worked on to add on to your game? I'm not going to say too much right now, but I'm telling you, come this season, I'm just not going to be that dunker anymore. I won't dunk a lot, but it's just not going to be old Ted's just a dunker because everybody talks about that right now. Everybody thinks I'm just a dunker. I'm not going to talk too much on that, though, because – I've got a lot of time. I got a few more years to live in high school. If people want to think I'm just a dunker, they can think that. I really don't care what nobody thinks about me. I know if I, I know if somebody's in front of me, I know I can kill them and I can kill anybody. I just had that attitude. No doubt. And that's something that's so key because, like you said, that is something that a lot of people think that you're just going to go dunk it. And that's something that you can separate yourself from because you know you have that lesson to not only play at college, but to play at the NBA level. So adding on all those other parts to your game is something that just more and more locks in those positions. Mm-hmm. And so now looking at the rest of your class, in terms of 2022, who's some of the other guys out there that you think are some of the top players that are really going to help go to the next level alongside you? Uh, Obviously the top, the top, I want to say, I don't know the fifth person in the country, but obviously the top four people in the country. Uh, Imani Bates, Dylan Duran, Dior Johnson, and Chris Livingston. Those are my guys. I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously we all know each other. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I just can't wait. And my guy Sada. My guy Sada's a bucket. Love mm-hmm. Sada to death. He's a bucket. People are people are gonna sleep on him a lot. But I've seen him honestly like go at someone's head, like regardless. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely one of those guys that you look at a lot of people just look at maybe off the court. He's a super nice guy. He's chill, he's funny. But I mean on the court, people don't necessarily realize how serious and if you get him into the mode, he's pretty much unstoppable. Yeah, he's gonna go at you. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent agree. And then another part of your game that a lot of people are maybe critical on. Some people like it, some people don't. But obviously, it's your trash talking and the way you can get in people's minds. Talk about really where you established that and really why you like doing that. I established that just growing up, really. Growing up in my city, people like 
it, it is real rough out there. I'm not going to say my city's tough, obviously. But, like, my opinion, it's just like growing up, it's either you you either going to be soft or you're going to be you're going to be grindy or gritty. Like, you got to be gritty. You always got to be you always got to be hungry. So I'm always hungry about it. Mm-hmm, for sure. I think that's something that you do look at. I mean, obviously, getting in someone's head is something that some people in today's world don't necessarily like having. But obviously, that is something that I think a lot of people need to keep establishing and have those kind of guys in the NBA and college that help keep the game going. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, I mean, in my opinion, if people don't like that, I mean, I can't really say anything about that. I mean, I'm not going to change who I am. I mean, I can change, I can change a little bit about like, like me trying to like me fighting on the court. Like, I don't fight on the court. I just talk a lot of stuff. No doubt. And so, who in the NBA or who's someone maybe that you kind of base your game around that you really try modeling your game after? I watch Dennis Smith Jr. a lot. I watch him <laughs> a lot. I love that athleticism. I watch him a lot. I watch him so much. I've been watching a lot of um. I I just been watching a lot of Dennis Smith Jr. highlights. Just a lot of him. I love him. He's a great basketball player. And Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero's from, from my city. I've been mm-hmm. watching him since a young age. So, like, growing up, and he's in the NBA now, I was like, oh, like, wow. Like, he actually, if he can do it, I believe I can do it. That's just how it is. Yeah, that's something key right there you just said. I think when that first player is able to break through and kind of come out of wherever you are and see him, he succeeds and he's a great player in the NBA. That's something that really inspires so many other guys below him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just, I was like wrapping up with a couple different things. The first one being, who would you say in your life has been your biggest role model? Uh, obviously my mom, my big brother. But the one thing, the one person that's pushing me is my cousin Cortez. Like, he pushes me the most. But it's like, like he pushes me, it's just I think about him too much. And it's like him, me, obviously thinking about him, it's made me want to go harder. I, I got I to gotta get to, I got to get either some money to make it help my family out. Or I'm just... Going to be one of those again. Yeah, I think that's always awesome because God obviously puts in people in our lives that can help get us to the next level and just keep keeping us down that path, which is huge. Yeah. But when it's all said and done, you do step away from the game of basketball down the line. What do you want your legacy to be? I want to be more than an athlete. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to be the basketball player. I want to be way more than an athlete. I want to be the one who hooked the kids out, who hooked the city up back out. Like LeBron, kind of like LeBron. LeBron is a great example of doing that. LeBron helps everyone out. He doesn't care who you are. Like LeBron sees you, 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 you doing something bad or you down. LeBron's gonna help you out regardless. He's gonna put a smile on your face. I mean, it's LeBron. Okay, who's not gonna put a smile on your face? <laughs> For sure. That's something I think has it really inspired so many people. Seeing that these athletes can be and are more than people. I'm so glad media finally is giving attention to that. Cause, so yeah, are there some that are maybe not the best people in the in the professional world? Sure. I think the majority of these guys do so much via maybe sponsoring AAU teams, helping out the community, and that just needs to be recognized because that's a huge thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know one other thing that LeBron obviously has, and that's been huge, is kind of the impact in terms of kind of persuading the whole college movement to possibly pay players down the line. So kind of talk about what's your take on that? My take on that, I mean, I like it because college players can make a lot of money off of that. It's like Anthony Edwards, he has to make a lot of money. Because everyone loves Anthony Edwards. Everyone mm-hmm. loves Absolutely. And so my final question I like wrapping up with is, how do you say God's helped get you to the point you're at today? Uh, God's helped me out a lot. I mean, I wouldn't be the person who I am now. I'd probably be back in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, just at home, not working out every day, if God didn't help me with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, obviously, God just has 
some has so many different people, and when they are able to find the thing that he obviously has planned for them, it's obviously a huge thing because it's gonna be something special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely appreciate you taking time to come on today, my guy. Obviously, best of luck this upcoming season and throughout the rest of your high school and professional and everything else career. For sure, yes, sir. Thank you. Oh, no problem, bro. God bless. Ah, uh, you too.